This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What's up, Brigade? How are you? Welcome into, well, if you're live, it's special. If you're on Sports Grid, not so special. Same time, same thing, same everything. But if you are live watching this show, good morning. Welcome to a very special broadcast for the Bostonian versus the book. As we are three hours early here. Up at 4.45 in the morning, Dave. Up early. Good morning. How are you? Wake up. Wake up. Oh, my. We're ready to go. I got up early. I went to bed late. Early last night, the avalanche put it away early. Gave us no indication to stay awake. Celtics did the job early. I mean, if you looked at all of the sports in general, we went uh, favorites went 12-3 and three yesterday. People had a good day. Overs went 10 and five yesterday. Everybody's flush. Everybody's up with the BVB brigade. It's an early wake up call. Let's go. He's Dave Sheriff in the book. I'm Matt Peralta, the Bostonian. We are here for the next 90 minutes or so live two hours on sports grid every single night, 11 PM Pacific time on the West coast, 2 AM on the East coast. We've had a lot of fun with that. We're in a week two of being on TV. Got some good people who are up late night on the West Coast. Say, hey, we're watching. Really appreciate everything Sports Grid's doing. You guys are watching us. Really, really cool. On the YouTube live chat, well, let's see how you guys operate early in the morning. You guys <laughs> normally are a little bit, you know, frisky ever anyway. But, like, what are you going to be like now as it's <laughs> 6 a.m. on the West Coast, 9 a.m. on the East Coast? So we are drive time. Dave, I used to do this every day. This used to be my job. Yeah. Morning radio is what I did for five years. It caused me to make some really bad decisions in my life. <laughs> Sleep deprivation does not work. It, it's, it's a bad idea. It really, it really so, is. In over years and years of it, man alive, it is not, it was not fun to be in my 20s, living in Alabama, getting up at 4:30 every single morning. And then by two o'clock, I was done. Uh, like just exhausted, tired. Benito. And also because I would go out like Friday's shows. Oh, that, okay, so you left out, you buried the lead there. I mean, it's 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 easy to do the grind to get up in the morning and then yeah. be done at two, but then you're not done. You're just getting started. You're napping and then you're going yeah. out. Oh, yeah, napping and going out, of course. And so like you end up having the whole sleep deprivation thing. And like I ended up, I ended up dating a girl for years because our schedules were the same. Like she was doing morning television. I was doing morning radio. So like, we just yeah. like no one in the market, but us were, we were from the same part of the country. We were both doing morning television. She was doing morning TV. I was doing morning radio. So like no one in the market understood what it meant to get up at four 30 in the morning. No. So like, we like got together and broke up and got together and broke up like over and over and over again. Like after like not seeing each other for like a month, I'd get the text at like four 30 in the morning. Like you up good morning. Like, we're like, what the hell? It was always the weirdest thing. I always got like this message. I was like, oh, okay. So she's feeling lonely today. Okay. So see how this is, <laughs> see how this is going to go. So that, that's how Alabama, that was Alabama for me. It was a bunch of like dating the wrong person, 
getting up and then Thursday night to Friday morning shows in the fall. It was easy because it was football season. So I knew that evening I was getting in an RV and I was driving to the game, wherever the game was going to be. That was the one regular thing other than the show that you were doing every week. Yeah. On during football season. So I told go, I'd go out Thursday night, be up till like midnight drinking, go home, get about three and a half, four hours of sleep, get up, do the show, then go home, pack, come back and then drive to wherever we were going to drive to. You were the driver too? Well, there was three of us. Normally it was Dan Bach, me, Dan Bach, who now is, is with better collective, who has done a variety of things. You've done podcasts with Dan, which is the the strangest thing ever to me. (laughs) But, and then our friend TJ would come oftentimes from Alabama. I've told you about TJ from Alabama. So Can't like wait to meet TJ. We, we would get in the RV at about like one o'clock or whatever and drive eight, nine hours, wherever we're going to go. If it was a home game, it was Tuscaloosa. So that was two and a half, three hours. Mm-hmm. And then if it was a road game. I mean, it could be as far as Florida. I mean, it depends on how far we were going to drive to get to the game. So like I would sleep and nap and we'd always get like a full RV. So like we just rotate drivers. It'd be three of us and we just rotate. Who's your best driver? I don't know. Probably me. I mean, Dan loved to hit cones. He thought it was really fun to run over traffic cones. See so. already he's out. <laughs> you would Bach would just destroy traffic cones all the time. We're yeah, like, so dun, 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 dun. We're like, what the Dan? Like we only hit, we only had one time where we hit something and we only had one time where it, it was really bad in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We partied. I don't know if we killed the battery or the battery just died on its own. But we got up on Sunday morning and, and we were like, not, we were in a bad spot, but we were in a place that was pretty far out in Baton Rouge. Battery was dead and we were stuck and we had to, they couldn't actually jump it. The battery just was like straight up dead. And I guess with the, one of those RV batteries, it's hard to replace it. So they had to bring us an RV from Huntsville or a ride, I guess it was, it was like a truck they brought to go ahead and fix it. We had to stay and wait and then drive the thing back. So we didn't get back to like Sunday night, like at two o'clock in the morning on that, but it was fun. It was fun. Morning, morning radio was, it was an experience. <laughs> I'll never do it again. So this is a one-time thing. Don't <laughs> say never, Matthew. Oh, I'll never do it again. You'd have to, you'd have to pay me so much money to do morning radio. I'm a little, I'm older now. So maybe I might be able to be talked into it. Do it. It's so hard. It ruins your life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're on the West Coast, so it's a, I guess I think it's easier for sports talk hosts on the West Coast because the games get over at like nine, ten o'clock. Oh, you can't really watch the games and do it. On the East Coast, <laughs> it, it's it it, it's insane. I mean, like Thursday night football gets over at 1230 and you're up Easy. at four. I mean, it sucks. Yeah. It's absolutely the worst. No. So, like, I don't know how morning sports talk guys do it. And and they I know don't watch the games. Well, a lot of what my friends who have done it before, what they tell me is that they end up, they sleep in shifts. So they wind up like they'll tape the the last half of the game. They'll go to bed at 10, get up at three. They'll watch the second half of the game before the show on fast forward through the commercials. And then they'll go in. So like they do watch it, but they watch it in, you know, in in, In in stages tight. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have a better feel like when they go on the air, though they have just watched it. So it's like really fresh in their mind. They know what happened and they can can get into it. So, and they have like five hours of sleep, but it's still not really a healthy way of living. No, you need sleep. You need sleep. Sleep is very important. It's a very big part of sleep. Oh, I love sleep. 
Sleep yeah. is phenomenal. Sleep I, is phenomenal. I got a pretty good. I went to bed at ten last night, though. So, Amen. I think I, I was asleep at nine forty-five. Yeah, I think I, I went to bed at ten. So I, I don't think I'll be too bad today. Probably by three o'clock, I'll be dragging. But for, nap for, time. For now, for now, I'm 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 okay. So, all right. I, I will say this: the hashtag BVB Brigade. It's going. People it's are going. putting it all over the place. People are putting it on their Twitter bios, which I'm really happy to Boys? see. Yeah, there may. I, I, at some point, see what they've told me is that I can't require anybody to do anything no. to, to get a hat that no. that constitutes a legal problem. But if I just like randomly bump into people who have BVB hashtag BVB brigade, maybe I can give them a hat. I can just randomly like say, here's a hat. How you doing? So there's here's no hat. actual like I'm not violating anything to do that. I'm not making nope. it no violations. So, just saying, you know, that might be a way for, for, you know, we have the chat for a hat. There may be a way of getting a hat for a hashtag. I like this. At some point. I like where you're going with this. At some point. And, and that's strictly, I mean, you know, Stevie Mac gets the credit here. I was just fooling around and, and I ended up looking at Stevie Mac's <laughs> Twitter bio as a BVB brigade. It's like, what the hell? I was like, that's great. It's like a Twitter bio. It's like, how about that? Between Stevie Mac, capital M, capital K, Mikey A for awesome, SoCal DJ, J Dow Betts, this BVB brigade is keep popping up. The boys are all here for the early wake-up call. They're waking the other boys up saying, let's go. I started to see the tweets at 5 a.m. our time. I'm like, oh, man, I'm fired up. Let's go. So You were tweeting at 4.35 today. That time I woke up. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's time I woke up. How long does it take you between the time you wake up to the time you grab your phone? What's what's the time 15 difference? Fifteen minutes usually. Ooh, so you're up at four twenty, four fifteen. Nature calls. Oh wow, that's you pretty. Get good. older sometimes. Nature calls. She wakes you up. Gotta Interesting. Go I go pee. Interesting. Yeah. I for me, I I've tried today was bad. Today was like literally thirty seconds, but I've I've tried to tr- to like supposedly the last 15 minutes before you go to bed and in the first 15 minutes you wake up, you, you're not supposed to touch your phone. Your oh, brain. Amen. It like, oh, why I could do it for two hours. I would do it for two hours. Yeah, it screws oh. with your mind. Supposedly it screws with your mind, like how your brain is or the, 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 the what are the, the chemical in your brain? Like it, it hurts you when you sleep, you don't sleep as well. If you're looking at a screen 15 minutes before you go to bed. And then if you get, look at your screen right away, whatever, the, whatever your brain reacts to that screen causes problems i guess so i'm trying i'm trying to incorporate that in my life but i'm not fair doing put it. that on the list professor perot now just say i about sleep habits and screen things and messing the up the psychology your brain. of That's the cell phone I, I'm, I'm just i'm just saying I'm not, I'm not diagnosing or telling anyone to do it i just read it that somebody recommended doing that for whatever reason one of the stupid instagram videos that people have made sense though so I'm going to try it. I have been trying it. I'm not always successful. Today, like I said, it was 30 seconds. I was awake at 4.45, looked at my phone. I was like, okay, what did I miss? And then I get, you know, I, I got one of my buddies who were on the East Coast. It's 12.30. I was asleep. 12.30. One of my buddies, 3.30 his time. You up? I'm like, I used to get those texts from people I wanted to get you up texts from. Now I'm getting it from buddies in Florida. Like, dude, really? I got a 12.30 you up text from you? It's three thirty in the morning, or you are. What are you doing? So, there's my friends. That's what that's, that's what my friends do. You know, the boys in the chat are calling this a summit. We're having our we're having a a morning. Well, we're going to a summit. That's where we're going. We're, we're going to a to a to a to a props summit. 
We're going to a summit. That's right. Yes. Well, they're calling this a summit. It's a At summit. Park MGM today. How about this? Got to get down there. I've never, what is the traffic situation in Vegas going to the strip at this time? You've done this. I haven't. Are we in trouble? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, well, I'll go back roads then. I just, I just won't go on the highway. I'll just go back. Oh, you could just put it in ways. It'll tell you. If it, if there, if you have any though, like delay on the freeway, you're screwed. So you, I mean, you got spring mountain, you can just shoot yeah. right down. I just, yeah. Just all the lights are favoring you going towards the strip. So. All the lights are favorite. What does that mean? They leave the lights green longer going towards the strip. Do they really? On Spring Mountain, it's it's the it's the. Uh, How did I not know that? Yeah, it's the artery. All like, you know, Papa knows everything with the construction. He's like all the construction guys. That's where all the locals drive. If they got to go to the strip, they get to Spring Mountain, and just it's the perfect artery down to the strip. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. So they leave the green lights longer twice between 6 and 8 a.m. or 6 and 9 a.m. or something. So I don't know. So don't leave twice drive as perpendicular to Spring Mountain in the morning. Good to know. You sit there twice, twice as long at the red light. Yes. <laughs> the left turns. Oh, the left turns are brutal. You got to get it okay. as close to us as you can. Don't drive down and then try to get there because you wait. It's, it's the worst. Yep. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about my Boston Celtics. I told you last night, blowout in the under. Blowout in the under. Both come in, 2-0 on that call. Can you make any judgment, prediction, explanation for why these games are all blowouts? No. These games have sucked. Oh, I've watched about three minutes of the entire series. I saw the score was 18 to one. I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> I, yeah, it's the first, I looked at my score app. I'm like 18 to one. Yep. That must be a 10. It must be missing a zero. Turn on a game. I'm like, oh, it's, it's 18 to one. What? Never mind. And back to the hockey. Um, I don't know if, or do you think teams are quick to kind of just like be like, all right, we can't win this game. So we're done. Well, I think they're mentally punting. I think like when when Boston didn't play Marcus Smart. Hey, Mrs. Kinsig just walked by. Jessica Uh, just walked by. There's we might have people walking in and out. Oh yeah, for sure. It's the morning, right? It's it's, it's, a lot of things going on. It's time to get ready for school. It's the second to last day of school. It's a big day. It's the last full day of school. Last Last full day day of school. Sure of twenty twenty two. Yeah. Of, of, of the 21, 22, 22 school year. Second so, grade is done for little one. I can't believe it. Done. See ya. Mine too. And tomorrow is graduating a year early. Yours is? Kelsey's graduating a year early. She's graduating high school. This so year. this May? Like, to, like now or next year? No, this year. So she's going to walk this year? Yeah, in a week, actually. I might wow. have to be late to the show or something. And oh, I'll give you the yeah. date. I'm going to find out today. They don't tell me anything. They planned a whole graduation party. I'm going to let you know about. Wow. Yeah. That's super so, cool. Yeah. All this stuff goes on without me. I'm just watching sports, they say. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's just watching sports. So give me the date of the party, at least, please. So when I start to see these. Can I be there, please? Yeah. Expenses Can I be a part of and stuff, you know. No. Oh, yeah. Taco truck is happening. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. I was gone for three hours. They said, there's a party. I got to save the date note. Oh, yeah. Taco truck. All right. I'm down. Let's do that. Do you think teams are punting? You said they're just done. 
I think when you rest Tyler Hero and then you rest Marcus Smart, I think subconsciously there is something in these players where they know what the team is sort of saying. And so, like, I think this thing is going seven. And, like, somebody was joking around saying, can we just fast forward through game five and game six? Because, like, it, we know what happens. Miami's, <laughs> Miami's winning game five. Boston's winning game six. Can we go, just go play game seven, please? Like, can we just go right to Miami and play that game? Because we know what's happening. And I think teams mentally know that as well. So when you're going to rest somebody like Boston ha- holds out Marcus Smart yesterday because Robert Williams was playing and Bam Adebayo, when Robert Williams is on the floor, is a ghost. When Robert Williams is off the floor, Bam destroyed Boston. So it's like, all right, we're going to rest Robert Williams. We'll get game four. Boston mentally knows this. They can stop Jimmy Butler at times, but I just think without Tyler Hero, their pick and roll game is gone. Their three point weapons, Boston defense works way better on Jimmy Butler. So, yeah, I, I do think mentally these guys understand what their team is going to do. And, like, hey, we already got game three. Who cares? Because there was no fight in Miami at all last night. They did not care. So, taking that all in, isn't the kill shot game five for Boston? If they, they win it go with all intentions, oh, yeah. if they win it hundred percent. Yep. If Boston wins, I mean, this is what the books are anticipating, right? The, I mean, you, you may mention the analytical people believe that Boston is way better than Miami. People in Boston believe that Boston is way better than Miami. Miami keeps on bringing up the fact that people in the media are saying that, look, Boston should have won game three and in game, uh, game one, Boston had um, put, just shot incredibly, incredibly poorly and second half and and they lost the only, the only quarter they lost though was game what th- was the third quarter and so like of game one yeah game they, one they destroyed them in the beginning and yeah and it was like 254 lead that was the game that i watched a yeah. lot of and so the line is basketball is not won by quarters basketball is won by games that's what you're hearing from miami constantly miami fans just saying like uh, we don't care if you won the quarter you know, one two and four we won quarter three by so much the game was over so I understand that point. I mean, I think that's a valid point to make that, you know, it's about the final score. It doesn't matter really what you're doing in terms of the quarters. But the reason why I think the books and the analytical people are so in love with Boston is because just if you watch the games, Boston's a much better basketball team. It's just that they make too many mistakes and they go cold. So when Boston's at their A game, Miami can't match that. But Boston, nope. but Boston doesn't play their A game consistently. They play C's all the time. They play C and B minus games all the time. Young. Young. Yep. 24, 25 year olds. Absolutely. And I mean, Al Horford can only do so much. And then Robert Williams and Marcus Smart, when they are out there, are difference makers. And when they're not, Boston's not near as good of a basketball team. So it's really wild because the Warriors right now are the odds on favorite to win the NBA championship. Boston's number two. Miami's still five to one. I mean, still, like, I mean, even in this series, Boston now is favored almost by $2 to win. And it's 2-2. And Miami has home court. So, like, the numbers people are saying that eventually Boston's going to put it together in back-to-back-to-back games, and they're going to win this thing. Is it in six? Is it in seven? We'll see. But I'll tell you this. If Boston wins a game seven in Miami, I will be surprised. I mean, that will be a big grown-up statement from that Boston team, if they can go to Miami and knock off the Miami heat on the road. I prefer them to go. Oh man. I just saw a clip of Belichick. Yeah. Yesterday. 
wearing a Salt Lake hat? Yeah. He's my, my, wearing my Salt Lake hat. Yes, he he's wearing the same one as you. He's wearing my hat. Oh, it. boy, this is great. I love when the city gets caught up in it. Well, um, Joe, the weird thing is Joe Judge, all the coaches were wearing Celtics hats. The whole coaching staff was wearing coaching, was wearing, because they opened up the practices in the media yesterday. So they show mm. their solidarity. It, it's it's something that Boston did. Other teams have done it. They've copied it in a lot of ways. But when the run started in Boston in 2004, and we're really starting in 2000, but like it, everybody was so stunned. The Patriots won three and four years. They're like, what the hell's going on? How did we win three and four? But then it was the Red Sox, Celtics in 08, Bruins in 2011, Red Sox again in, you know, in 07 and 13 and 18, like the, it just started to come so consistently that all the teams became like a college town. It became like, you know, the, the boys, best. the boys basketball team supporting the girls basketball team when they make a run, right. like it became like that <laughs> where on in prime seats, they would go to the game. Belichick would be seen on court side, Robert Always. Kraft would be court side. And then Red Sox would be up in the, you know, up in different in, in the, in the monster seats and whatnot. So yeah, it was, it, it's fun when that happens, when everyone kind of circles the wagons and, and, and pulls for each other. It's like that my whole life in Pittsburgh, man. I mean, it was, you know, when the Penguins were, or the Steelers and Pirates both won the World Series and the Super Bowl in 79. It was, it was the original World Series, you know, the city did of champions. Did they have video then? They did. You'd be amazed, you mother. Did they have, tele- did they have uh, phones then? <laughs> did, did, Google did 1979. Did the rotary telephone work? It, it actually existed in 1979? Terry Bradshaw <laughs> and Willie Stargell were on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Uh, it says City of Champions. They're each holding their respective championship trophy. Started uh-huh. back then. But then, you know, as the Penguins started winning Stanley Cups, Steelers would be at the games. Pirates would be at the games. Pirates were one strike away from being in a world series in 1992. I'll never forget. It still hurts. Graves can't stand it. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Kendall just came in and said she's, she's watching your video live right now on her iPad. What's going on? Hi, Kendall. Hi, Kendall. Hi, Kendall. 22 in the morning. Good. Yeah. Good for her. Be awake this time. Oh, she's moving and grooving. Yeah. It's the last day of school. You remember how excited you used to get for the last day of school? Oh, well, it's because tomorrow's the last day of school. I know, but today's the last full day. Like, yeah. The, why do they do the last half day? Like the half day is, it messes all the parents' schedules up. It's, it's such a, I don't know what. My it, kid, Madeline school was off last Monday. I was like, what? I was like, what? You, you're going to be done for off? the summer. They were off. She didn't have school last Monday. Wow. Couldn't figure, I, I was like, what? I mean, I know teachers are underpaid and overworked. I just, I'm, I'm not, but it was just the strangest thing in the world. I was like, why are you off? Like, just, if just take, cut the Wednesday, like have today be the last right. day of school. Yeah. Like don't do it that Monday. Like just cut the year by a day. If you need an extra day, do what you did on Monday, do it on Wednesday. Just cut the day. I couldn't figure that out. It was the strangest right. thing in the world. Like, why did you take that Monday off? But anyways, yeah. I mean, it's, I used to like the last day of school, but I didn't go to school all that much when I was in high school. So like, it was sort of like, you know, <laughs> finding out all those things. This is like his confessional. No, it's, it's, I told these, you guys are just learning these things. I mean, I've talked about this literally, like people who have heard my radio show for years. I've talked about this for a long time. Like, there's not like anything. You're just learning this. It's new to you. That, well, I've heard this, but I mean, now we're tell, talking to a lot of people and you know, oh. people are watching us on TV. And you're like, yeah, I didn't go to school. No, I don't tell the kids that. Why? Please, my daughter's watching this right now. It's like, look. You know, Peral didn't go to school and he's on TV. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, I, I tell my students this all the time. I tell my college kids. I, I teach college kids. I tell them this. That's right. You're a professor. Up to your own. It's up to yourself to get your own work ethic done. Like I did the work. I just didn't do the work. I didn't do the memorization work that school wants. Okay. It's the truth. What, think about what school is. School is go and memorize the same stats that your parents memorize and then regurgitate that memorization and be graded on that memorization. Doesn't teach you how to be a successful person. Doesn't teach you how to actually do anything real, how to work, how to have work ethic, how to actually learn something and make money doing it. Right? Not directly, but I mean, it teaches you how to get up in the morning and have. Okay, that's different now. That's why I think college is good. I think college is good because you, it's your introduction to the world on your own. So that's why I think going away to college, unless you're going to be a doctor, lawyer, dentist, something along those lines then school really makes a lot of sense because you have to learn in the books. you got to learn about the human body and what you're doing, operations and drugs and everything else. That makes, that's, if you want, if you want to be that, right. yes, school is incredible. But I tell my kids all the time at, in my school, I can't teach you how to be a talk show host in a book. I can't nope. teach you how to be a TV host in a book. No. Nope. You have to go do it. Like physically yep. actually do it. You have to be in front of the camera. You got to be on microphone. You got to yep. be in the booth. You got to be in the lab working. And if right. you don't want to do that, then wrong career for you. <laughs> like go find a different career, which is nothing wrong with that. But you better learn to like ramen noodles too. Yeah. And like, travel and be by yourself yeah. and, you know, pick up your life and move every couple of years and live a nomad lifestyle. And people are going to go like, where are you living all the time? <laughs> I mean, I got it. I got that look all the time. Wait, you're in radio. Yeah. You're living where? Yep. And they're like, yeah. huh? Yeah. Des Moines, Omaha, Huntsville, Charlottesville. You know, you just hop on the hill train. A lot of hills. A lot of hills in your life. The southern, I mean, there's a lot of hills in this country. A lot of hills. We're all over Pennsylvania. All over it. It's Tom, easy, simple. Yeah. I always say, say like this guy, first name and then call it a ville. Like Thomasville. <laughs> you know, I've just, been just, there, North yeah. Carolina. Oh, right. Yeah. You just go, just go, have someone's first name and they just go Ville. And then that's, and you're good. And then it's Millersville. Right. There is a Millersville. Now that you said that, man, oh man. That's what it is. I mean, Bills. you just have someone's name. They founded the town and they call it Ville. You know, Michaelsville, Thomasville. Like it's just you throw Ville on the end of it, and there you go, Huntsville. I played at a rink in Monroeville. See, yeah. you have a name, a first name, or a last name. Throw Ville on the end of it, and there you go. You got a name. <laughs> it's, it's a simple People way to do it. Chat if you got a Ville close by, put oh, it yeah. in there with a Let's name. See. Oh yeah, probably hundreds of them. Absolutely yeah. hundreds of them. So I like we'll that see. Chat up, baby. All right. Uh, one thing that I will say about the Western Conference is that I am disappointed with the play of the Mavericks and this feels over tonight. How do you feel about Dallas? Dallas is favored. Yep. By a point. <laughs> it's, it's another one of those cases, man. I, I, I think it's over. You think it's over. Everybody's going to bet it over and the odds makers make Dallas minus one. They want to get, get one game, right? They okay. just want to get one tonight. will be it. Right. Oh, Dallas will win. They're not going to get swept. It's so hard to sweep. Yeah, but yeah. Tampa just swept Florida. So I mean, it's it's yeah. I mean, they happens. ripped their heart out. Dallas is Dallas had their chance when they had that big lead in game nineteen two. points. Yep, game two up by nineteen. Blew it. That's when it's it, somebody equated it to this. 
it's like when you're ready and you're you're in a fight, right? Okay. You give that guy your best shot. I mean, you put everything into it. You catch him square on the chin. He does this. He just looks back. Goes okay. Now what? And he keeps coming. And you're like, man, uh oh, what did I do? Like <laughs> yeah. I got nothing left. I got, I nothing. got now what? And Golden State won. Golden State, you know, let Dallas get a little bit of a lead early. Had the lead pretty much from the second quarter, mid second quarter on the whole rest of this game. How does Dallas win? They have an exceptional effort. That's the only way. If this is a regular game, Golden State wins this nine out of ten times tonight. And it's only one. I, I I'd be in the book saying, Can you please make Golden State favored? Please. Right. Let them bet Dallas. Let the bad guys bet them. Go ahead. <laughs> Mikey Awesome said it's Awesomeville in population of the whole BVB brigade. <laughs> That's great. Uh, that's really Greenville, good. Racingville. Look, they're coming now. Awesomeville. Man, it's great. Bullock said they aren't losing another game. Yikes. Nice try. I think you're listening tonight. Nice try. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I think this, they're, they don't match up well. JJ Reddick said today on Get Up, because I never watched that show, but I was watching it today and I love JJ. So I, he's my new favorite media personality. And, he said, Luca's playing with a bunch of second round picks. And I was like, ouch. <laughs> Is JJ done playing in the league now? Is he done? Look at that face that Matt's frozen on. <laughs> what a- That's fantastic. You can't even make that up. Somebody's snapping a picture of that right now. That's a pretty good freeze face. I'll get him back. That is really good. My goodness gracious. Well, I mean, as fate would have it, we I mean, we were minus 180 to have one of us freeze today at 6 a.m. <laughs> I mean, we, that was that was a no-brainer. Internet in but, Las Vegas, man. Yeah, it's what it is. You gotta, guys got to get this locked down, high speed, whatever. Um, I don't know for the chat. I don't know if you guys have seen it. This is the old Oilers. This is my practice jersey. We'll be talking hockey here in a couple minutes. But he's right. Golden State's going to win tonight. I mean, and if they don't win tonight, they're winning game five. The line is Dallas minus one. It's going to be Golden State minus mm, similar number that it was in the closeout against Memphis. So they don't win tonight. I mean, you can take the one. You can take them on the money line. If it loses, I think you can take them minus the points in game five. Uh, Eight. Eight and a half? You think it'll be that high? Something like that. I don't think it'd be. If they come on their seven, they'll get nothing but eight and a half. Yeah, they got to put up the Memphis line, the closeout line against Memphis. Are you going to want so Dallas wins tonight in a buzzer beater or wins a close game? Right. You going to bet Dallas in game five? (laughs) I don't really care what the price is on the number. I'm going (laughs) to bet. Yeah, that's no. There's no way. There's no way. It's a There's route. no way. So you got to put out a number that hopefully someone will grab. And then you go, okay, sit right there. Backdoor. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess it's possible to have a backdoor situation with that game. But I mean, I think one the 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 one thing about Dallas going forward, if I was Mark Cuban and, and just looking at Jason Kidd is a better coach than I thought for that team. I don't think he's a, I don't think he's the right coach for every team. But for that team, he clearly has a connection with Luca. And now they got to go get help. I mean, they, 
They've got a lot of really good role players, Finney Smith and Bullock and company. Like they've got Brunson. They got role players. They need to go get a couple of dudes. And I think the trading of Perzingis opened this up. It was a somewhat controversial move when they made it, but now they got a chance to say to a free agent, to a big boy, to hey, to, you know, maybe even take some of the pieces and trade for a, another superstar. Luca needs help and he needs a legitimate stretch for he needs like a Jalen Brown. Like he needs somebody who's long, athletic, can get to the rim on his own, hit shots when he needs to, to free up Luca. If they get that, Dallas could be right back in this series next year in the Western Conference Finals. If you go back and think about all of the really good teams and the great players in the NBA, Gabe put this graphic up yesterday and like, you know, it had Bird, Kobe, um, Shaq, Magic, and Michael as one team. Okay. And it was against like Embiid, um, KD, uh, Luca wasn't on there. Steph. Um, Steph. Um, okay, it's LeBron. Le- oh, LeBron. Yeah. And someone else. Uh, I forget, but it was like, who would win? And I looked at the Legends team. We called them the Legends versus the the, the now guys. Right. Um, everybody had a running partner. Everybody did. I mean, those teams, as good as those guys were, they all had somebody playing with them. You need a guy to help. Well, yeah. I mean, look, Bird had McHale and Parrish, two Hall of Famers. Magic had Worthy and Kareem, two Hall of Famers. I mean, you could just you just go through the guy. Michael played with Scotty. Like you, you, basketball, it's you know, individual players are needed, superstars are needed, but it's still a team game. It's still five yeah. on five. Yeah. So you still need, you you need to build out the roster. I mean, that's the one thing about Boston, which I think is such an interesting look with the Celtics and even even with, you know, Curry and and the Warriors too. It's, it's a team game and Draymond and Steph together works really well. Clay Thompson also is a great weapon. Now they have Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, and they've got just weapons on weapons on weapons, but Curry's going to get all the credit. If he, if Curry wins his fourth championship and wins another MVP, Curry goes into a status, you know, three is a number. A lot of guys have three. Yeah. Get to four number shrinks, get to five number right. really shrinks. Right. It starts to go, you know, you're an elite, elite company yep. of, a, of a player who is this talented. So that's like when Brady started to, when, when he won three, you're like, okay, that's pretty good. One, four. Mm, okay. Five, six, seven, like, okay, no one's touching this. This is ridiculous. Like, no one's ever done what you're doing. Wait, he got so, seven? Brady is seven, yeah. Thought he only had six. Damn. Six with the Patriots. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that Buccaneer one. <laughs> so he's got seven. So <laughs> good seven rings, man. Got more rings than your team does, more rings than my team does. Yeah, it's absurd. It's ridiculous. So you start getting into that echelon, you start getting into that type of, you know, level. And now you're into like a different stratosphere as a player. So we often overlook that. We, 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 we don't take enough stock into the players who are around the superstars. And that's why I think like, you know, wins for pitchers is the most ridiculous stat ever. Quarterbacks rings are important. And Brady has been a monster reason why teams have won Super Bowls with him at the quarterback spot, but he still needs to have someone to catch the football. He can only do so much. 
Right. So it's a team, it's a team game. So Luca needs more help. I mean, Luca needs to be on a team and he can go nuclear, but he can't do that every night and go over 45 points every night. It just doesn't work. Can't win a championship without everybody mm. going to, you know, rowing the same way. And you need help. You know, all of it. I mean, yeah. The, the the strength of those superstars, and I think Luca has this, is one, he makes everybody better. When when everybody's on board, he makes everybody better. Two, the guys that come and end up when you actually get it together, um, I think it goes it doesn't go without saying, but you have to be able to defer. Like right. like you said, Steph will get all the credit. Well, see, if you're Andrew Wiggins, you have to know that right. and be accepted of it. And right. once you do, you can go. Like Draymond doesn't care about who gets the credit. Draymond just wants the ranks. Yep. Like, you know, Draymond does his podcast and has his thing. That's fine. But um he's Draymond's the next Charles Barkley. Uh yeah, good call. He's yeah. he's, he's, he's the next he's the next Barkley doing multiple TV shows and multiple appearances and he'll be yeah. he'll be on that desk at some point in the very near future. They're almost yeah. like grooming him to replace Charles or or Shaq or somebody. Like when he's when he's done, he will be on there for sure to, right. to be on there. Okay, good. So it's fine it's fine on on you got on, on the broadcast it's fine. Are you glitching yeah. like crazy? On our end. Yeah. yeah. It's glitchy like holy heck yeah. uh, on our end. So that's good. As long as broadcast works and looks fine, that's perfect. But yeah. I'm I'm like Max Headroom, like da, 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 da. The whole t- across my screen as I'm watching you, like you're freezing like every couple of seconds. It's interesting. Right. Never done a show this time in the morning. Internet's different in Vegas this time in the morning. Everyone's waking up and doing what I just did when I got up is grabbing their phone and going, what's going on in the world? <laughs> so you mentioned you watched a lot of hockey. I watched a lot of hockey as well. So what yep. do you make of Tampa here? Is it time to, if you haven't bet them to win the cup, would you recommend betting the betting Tampa to win the cup? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just beyond impressed with their whole from Kucherov and the Stamkos down to the fourth line guys, everybody, it's the same machine that rolled last year. It's the same machine that rolled the year before. They scored a goal, Florida challenged, no goal. They scored another goal, Florida challenged, no goal. First one I saw, it took way too long, but fine. The second one, okay, it was a hand pass, but my goodness gracious. Like, did it hit the stick? Did the stick move the puck or did the hand move the puck? I was was just like, guys, it was because I was on Tampa Moneyline. And I'm like, okay, am I going to lose this? Like it should have been four, nothing Florida's offense is that's the most stunning thing. They scored three goals in four games. Um, how did that happen? One Vasilevsky, but two, the physical nature of Tampa. Not that Florida didn't answer, but Florida didn't hit back. Like there was no, they so, when you don't go in those dirty areas and hit back, now liberties are taken and and space is taken away. And I mean, the way you combat that is if penalties are being taken, you have to score in the power play. They scored one power play goal. 
out of 26 chances. That's They were 0 for 25 on the power play in the playoffs until they scored that one goal in game three. So, I mean, now Tampa has no fear. They're rolling. They get a lead. And with them with a lead in game, just, you know, you can dump all in. When they get a lead, it's over. Like you, you don't come back against them. Um, can either team, Rangers or the Hurricanes, beat Tampa? Yes. Really? I don't think so. Yeah, I think the Hurricanes can. I think the Hurricanes can. Okay. It's four soccer games, one nothing. You know, they get a bounce, they get a tip, they get a power play goal, something like that. Um, but you want to talk about like old school type hockey. The, the conference finals are going to be fantastic mm-hmm. in both. The hockey's been good, but in the Eastern Conference, I don't think the Rangers can. I I really don't, but I think the Hurricanes can. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, the I Igor, can't wait Igor to see what the st- price is going to be. Igor can't stand on his head for four games. He can. Five games? I don't know if the Rangers can score. Like they, they may be Florida, you know, unable to score unless they get penalties in power plays. I don't think they can score enough. I mean, but you may be able to win four, one, nothing or two, one games. It, that's the only mm-hmm. way you're going to beat them. You ain't beating Tampa with a high powered offense. You're, you're beating Tampa with, you know, making it nasty. Somehow you got to contain Kucherov and Stamkos. I mean, those guys are so, Kucherov is what a pleasure watching him play. You want to talk about watching McDavid in the West? I'm watching Kucherov every night, just shaking my head like, why have I not seen him more? Guys, a tremendous. He's a joy to watch play. Mm-hmm. He's because Stamkos because Stamkos gets all the all the press press and credit. Well, yeah, and Stamkos is the. I mean. The flashy winger, the finisher. The finisher a lot of times gets it. Kucherov goes into corners. He goes mm-hmm. in front of the net. He'll cross-check you when you ain't looking. You know, tough as nails. And, oh, by the way, can you know has the hands of uh, of an artist. So I'm impressed, man. Like, I, I've been on Tampa the last two years, and I went and bet them again yesterday because I knew oh. the price was going to go down. So I had to borrow my car from my daughter. Yesterday afternoon, borrow <laughs> my car. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, she's like, where are you going? I said, I have to run to the book, and she's like, what are you coming back? I'm like, it's my car, I'll be back. And she's like, what are you going to do? No, like, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to place a bet. I'll be back. So yeah, I bet Tampa to win the cup again, and then uh, I brought home a dozen donuts to keep, oh. you know, to keep the natives Peace. off me. Keep the peace. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Dunkin' like Donuts next to the book. What a good idea that is. I have a Dunkin' half a mile from my house. Oh, I have one half a mile from my house. Yeah. I just so. don't have the, the book. Is it yes. half a mile from my house? Well, the book is the book is a mile down the road. Am I? So I have other books, close, but the but... prices the prices weren't weren't what they needed to be, and the uh-huh. books right by the house. So I had to interesting a little bit of a drive, and that's when I put that tweet out yesterday. Listen, I'm not judging people. When you're driving in this town with a plate with people from California, mm. you better you better be ready. I mean, yeah. these people drive fast. They just drive fast, P-Roll, all the time. Utah people tend to also drive a little bit chaotic, too. I've noticed that. California people drive fast. Utah people don't know where they're going. Correct. They a just, lot of 
they just lack like, of signals. And yeah, just, they, they just, just, just like, hey, oh, wait, oh, I'm supposed to. Right. Like, yeah. hey, I know no one lives in your state, but people live here. So yeah. you can't drive how you do in Utah in Vegas. It doesn't just use work. the signals. Just yes. use the signals. Yeah, it's, 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 quite, it's quite frustrating. But you're right. California people do, do drive very fast. fast. And like the 215 is not the 405. Like that would, that's always my problem that like they drive it like, okay, in California, you can do 95 and no one cares because there's a lot of people in this eight lanes of traffic. It's different here. You can't drive the same when you're on the highway here in Vegas. Like people are going home from work. It's not the same type of speed environment. Yeah, I'm with no. you. It's like, and you're going like a hundred miles an hour and you look down and see their plate. You're like, okay, yep. California. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, but, it's minus, it's minus like you know 1200 yeah that when you're going 65 or 70 get past freeway and you get past like and you just hear it Some. you're like shoom, <laughs> oh, california plate oh, yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely so st louis loses both games at home to colorado yeah. it's a murder she wrote done deal that's that's it's a wrap i mean they were winning again, one nothing. I got a text from two people. Is it time? I said, absolutely. Thanks for the thanks for the bat signal. It's a hundred percent. It's time. You know, bet Colorado in game. Mm. You didn't have to lay a price. It was even money. Um, down one nothing. Score a goal. Score a goal. Score a goal. Three one. Done. Game done. It happened so fast. They scored three goals in a, a minute. I think, and. Thought that that was the moment when St. Louis goes, damn it. You know, we were so close, but we can't beat these guys right now. And, you know, you keep trying. That was it. It's it's going to be Colorado-Tampa, right? I mean, that, that's the cup final. That's that that's the huge favorite cup final. Yeah, yes. that's the cup final. And, and I think the NHL wants it. I think it would get the most eyes. Sorry, Canada. Another one where you're not getting the cup. But... That to me feels like a lot of people rooting for Canada and a lot of people watching us in Canada. The just country probably. rooting for Canada. I mean, the entire country. Well, no, but so like if you them. ask people though, like like they could get it, that'd be like asking Yankee fans to root for the Red Sox because you live in the area. Like people no. from Toronto no, people, don't. You know, you do shows with Gabe. You know how crazy they don't care who the f is going to be in it. They want the cup in Canada. They think Gary Bettman is stacking the deck against them every year. Those guys do. They all do. Every Canadian does. Every it's it's a refrain from anyone in Canada. Gary Bettman hates us. Gary Bettman cares about TV rankings, TV ratings. Canadian teams are in small markets. They don't actually draw. Nobody in New York gives a flip about the Edmonton Oilers. Blah blah blah. Do you not like the Oilers jerseys as much as other people, or do you like this one? Is awesome, isn't it? That's my that's Matt Bombie's tattoo. Matt Matt Bonvi has got that tattoo, but he has his last name in the Oilers. Really? Yeah, it's pretty sick. I told you the dude's crazy. I love this dude. This dude is the most obsessed Oiler fan I've ever met. He's got three rooms of of all Oiler memorabilia. Three rooms, all, and he has wow. on his arm. He has a Bonvi tattoo that's got an Oiler. It's an Oiler logo, but Bonvi is what it says in the middle of it. B O N V I E. Six letters, five letters. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, it's pretty oh, wild. Yeah, Oilers is six letters. Put oh, the fan in fanatic. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Put that stuff right on you. That's yeah, look, forever. I, it's phenomenal. I love 
I, I love the history. I love the passion. I love the fact that they want it so desperately. And look, we don't, we, we do grow some homegrown talent here. There are some players who are from America who have been really, really good. But yeah. the vast majority of the players that are in this league are from Canada and Europe and Russia. And, and it's, it's ironic, right? So like we used to go to the games as kids and we would look at the roster and it would be the Pittsburgh Penguins and there wasn't a guy from the United States on the team. Yeah. Right. There was not a guy from the United States on the team. Right. There was 18 Canadians and like one Swede and one Finnish guy or right. whatever. Russian. Yeah. 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 And you started to see a change. You started to see a change. And then, you know, like you just, you just said, develop homegrown talent. Austin Matthews is one of the best players in the game. He's from Phoenix. Yeah. He grew up playing roller hockey and then got into ice and, you know, had to go away to play. And he's in Toronto. He's not even in, in America, US. right? It's funny. It's so ironic. ironic, right? But but the hockey has been so good. These this has been a blood match series. The Calgary Edmonton series has been fantastic. Games a pick them tonight. Mm. I mean, slight favorite to Edmonton, but I don't know, man. I I just I don't think Calgary can beat um, Colorado. No, Colorado. No. I don't. I don't think anyone. I don't. Right now, with the way they're playing, it's going to take a pretty big injury for me to think Colorado is going to lose. Well, I mean, you see, it can happen. One yeah. game, and mm-hmm. Bennington's out. Series yeah. over. Uh, Connor McDavid's playing on a way, way different level. I mean, it's just if Edmonton finds a way to win this series, they can skate with Colorado. They just need Mike Smith to win the series. Oh, yeah, I die. <laughs> Okay, that's not. I would that's not be. I would not be putting money behind that happening. So that's not a bet I'm willing to make. That Mike Smith is going to shut down that offense for Colorado or that power play. No, or 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 McKinnon. Like no. <laughs> like I just. Uh, like I think I think I need an injury to Nathan McKinnon. I need an injury to that type of level of talent for me to not like Colorado to win the to win the West, and then it's Tampa in Colorado. And to be frank, I would rather I would be cheering for Colorado. Like right. I love dynasties are fun, but I'd like to see somebody else win this thing than Tampa. It's been crazy. Just a complete destruction of the league every year now. Three in a row is three in a row. That's that's really, really rare. That's three in a row now. Like insane. three in a row back then when the landscape was different and players right. stayed with their teams and you know there wasn't a salary cap and all of a sudden it's impossible. It's yeah. it's virtually impossible to do. And it's one of the most impressive things. If they complete it, that puts them in the in the dynasty status, legend status, all of it. And they're not old. No. No, not at all. And they could be right back again. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's going to be until someone knocks them off. It's like, I don't know. It's hard not to see them winning it again, just given their talent and how well they're, they're playing defensively this year versus offensively. It's defense yeah. this year that's been really, really special for them. Yeah. All right. Has anyone hung five yet for for – Carolina, New York. Any book do this yet? Because last night they wouldn't do it. So. Oh, no. It's five and a half under 45. Yeah, I bet. So, so he, here's what happened last night. Uh, so DraftKings went to five oh. for a second. <laughs> like a literal second. And they got, you know, like sledgehammered. Somebody just bet it over immediately. Sledge, they got absolutely sledgehammered with it. And it went right back. Bam. Before I could bet it. Right back. Bang. I was like, son of a, I was so annoyed. 
That was the only one. They tested the waters and said, Got what happens bet. if we go to five? Right. Went to five. Bang. So back. they were at minus 135 last night after that switch. So I was able to get a little bit better on, on the juice and bet under five and a half, minus 135. But I saw minus 148 last night at a book, Dave. Under minus 148. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. I mean, we wouldn't do that if it was our book. We go to five and just take the bets. We win, we win. I mean, if we push, we push. It's the reluctance. So, I mean, it's the European model. Okay. They don't want to, They don't use the whole numbers. They resist going to whole numbers all the time. You mean they're good with it in soccer? Like, there's games that you know are going to finish two one, or two nothing. Like, and they never use two. They rarely use three. It's always two and a half over juice, three and a half under juice. I don't know. I'm good with pushing sometimes. You know, you use the rosy line from white men can't jump yesterday. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you, when you win, you lose and lose when you win. And sometimes you tie. It's fine. Like use five. I think we, we've talked about this all the time. Does this hinder action? Who in the hell wants to lay 45 on a total? No, they I'd want just you rather to, not bet it. They want you to bet that they want to trap. No, what they're doing is they're laying the non-informed gambler to bet over. Like they're dangling the plus money. Yeah, don't fall for that shit. And then someone are like, someone looks at them and they're like, well, it could happen. It and, could. As we, and as we know, people would prefer to bet for things to happen than for things to not happen. So the public comes in and says, well, I like, you know, what happens if we see Igor go, go cold, like he did in the two games against Pittsburgh, where he gave seven goals. Like maybe that happens tonight and you go ahead and you bet it. And then the game's two, one, and you lose again. And because the, the books know what's going to happen. I mean, this is an under game under series. This is two, one, three, one max here between these two teams. Most likely. Yeah. I mean, we do get fluky things that happen all the time, but mathematically yes. speaking, it's probably an 80% chance this thing is going to be at best three, two. And so five is a key number and the books would rather not have it be a refund. <laughs> so they'll just leave it at five and a half and make you go ahead and lay minus 145 juice. Pierre said he saw five at an offshore and that's it, gone. Yep. There's no, there's just, I guess. Um, They're flashing it kind of like football where it's three and a half and they flash three for a three. little bit and then it goes right back to three and a half. They're flashing five it, quickly. It's, it's literally um, a bad signal. I test the waters. All, all those terms apply. Yeah. And then you take a limit bet and you got to go back. You can't take a second limit bet. That's why it moves so fast. Because as soon as you switch it, somebody sees it, one of the bots, whomever, and they play it, you have to jump it back because you know what the number is sitting there. Yeah. So you have to. That's why when you when you watch the line history, it's quick. Mm -hmm. um, wow, Maiden Focus, welcome to the chat. Welcome. Oh, there's the all show. sorts of new names in the chat today. I love it, baby. There are, there are numerous new names. I was scrolling there during one of our conversations. I was just scrolling up. I was like, all right, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of new brigaders hanging out today. Well, we, we, we changed the hours, and you know, we got some people that maybe can't watch it live have jumped in. But yeah, right. Maiden Focus is a horse guy. I am not a horse guy. But maybe Alvarez, Alvarez is in there saying you're the horse guy. 
Alvarez is in the, the horse chat. guy. He's in the chat, saying you're a horse guy. He gave me this yesterday on the uh, thing when I put about the California drivers. He gave me that the, the Ross double fist thing. It was so funny. other way around, by the way. It's this. It's this way, not this way. <laughs> I didn't want to copy it directly. Why not? If you're gonna do it right, you do something. Do it right. You do it original like this. My, there you go. My grandfather said to me, "Yeah, do something. Do it right." Okay. Takes long. It, it, it's easier to do it right the first time. It takes longer to do it wrong, and then do it right the second time. Just yep. do it right the first time. Yep. Amen to that. It's not like our parents. All right. So it's all happening. Last yeah. hockey question is Calgary. Can they avoid going down three, one tonight? Oh, for sure. Oh, there's the, there, there's no doubt. I mean, um, everything went right for Edmonton, but Calgary answered. I mean, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but Luke Chich, there you go. Milan pretended like he couldn't stop and he ran Mike Smith into the backboards and then all hell broke loose. And Calgary was like, okay, you got game three, but we'll be here for the opening face off game four. Don't forget. Um, games of pick them. I think I would bet over again. Oh yeah. I'm okay with yeah. not winning it. Of course if it loses. No, tonight's tonight. No, 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 no. I, I, I sat, this is the game I looked at the longest. This is an over game. Gotta be. This is this is where it goes back because I think Calgary is going to open it up, and there's going to be scoring chances for both teams tonight. Markstrom got to play better. He's giving up three tonight. Minimum. Yeah, he's giving up three. So you got to. That's why I think Calgary's mentality is going to be like, look, our goalie's giving up three guys. We got to score four or more. So I expect foot smashed on the gas pedal for Calgary tonight. Can't wait to watch it. I think you're going to have two completely contrasting style games tonight. Carolina and the Rangers will be just tight. Molasses. It's just, well, low scoring, a different type of viewing experience. And then Calgary and Edmonton it just reminds me, I feel like I'm, I'm nine, ten years old again, staying up late watching the Smite Division games where they're flying back and forth and um, it's physical. It's nasty. Mm. The teams definitely don't like each other. The fan bases don't like each other. The buildings rocking the whole time. The goalies are a little bit, eh, you don't know if they're going to make that big save when they need to. So over is, the, is, is what I like the most. I think you'll be able to take a plus on both sides. Ooh. Right. Calgary scores. You bet Edmonton. Edmonton scores to come back. You take Calgary to plus and just kind of add to your position. Multiple goals, couple ties, sit and then take a goal and a half, get a middle. This would be one of those ones where I would go to the book and be like, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to be gone for a little while. Take some BR, load it up, bet this, bet this, bet this, bet this, leave. And, What's B? Uh, take some BR? What's BR? Bankroll. Oh, bankroll. okay. Yeah, just take some cash and go. Using, using acronyms. Sorry. What do you take BR? What does BR mean? Breakfast Bankroll. ready? Like what? Bankroll. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Interesting. All right, a couple quick baseball ones, and then we'll get some other stuff. But let's go. Uh, so we just, I'm only bringing it up because we talked about it yesterday on the show the Cubs and the Reds. Do you see how that game went yesterday? Um, no, so final score go over? Yes. But I bet first five over. Four, go, oh. four runs got scored in the fourth inning. It was four nothing after five. And the bullpens came in. What was the total? We needed four and a half. 
We need we, we need four and a, oh I bet over five. You could have bet four oh. I bet five because oh, either okay. either one lost. Four and a half okay. lost and five lost, which okay. is kind of r- ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Game does end up going over because the bullpens came in and then gave up runs. But it is it is interesting that even when the pitchers suck, teams still aren't scoring. <laughs> this, this is <laughs> this is really a problem for baseball. Like oh. These games just are not right now. The Red Sox are getting hot. The Blue Jays are 22 and 20. Yeah. Like what is the, there are some teams that were expected to be good are not good. What's wrong with 22 and 20? It's not good. It's over 500. All you need to do is be over 500 right now. Uh, I don't know if that, I agree with that, Dave, like 82 and you know, eighty-four and in, no, I'm in, just in, saying right now, you're still trying to figure out rotations. You're still trying to figure out bullpen situations. You got injuries and stuff like you ain't got to win Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day. You need to have your stuff put together right now. This it's is just, th- there's no more experiment. Uh-uh. You got three legs. We we have we have three poles, four segments. First segment's done. Your experimentation time is done. You're going into June. You need to have your stuff together. Do you? Yeah. Uh, you, you need coming in, into the, this division when you got four teams that are all there. Yeah. And the Yankees are in your division. Well, this yeah. is the problem in the Yankees. Yeah. But I mean, I'm all right. Just being over 500 right now. Under 500, you're, you're, you're in trouble. But we talked about the Mets yesterday. We talked about how, where they are. Eight games over five with eight game lead without DeGrom and, and without Scherzer. Do we have to get ready for a subway series? I can't. I don't want that. Mets I, don't want a Mets I don't want that either. Who wants yeah. that? I don't want that. No way. No, thanks. I don't even like, I, I, didn't, I didn't like it the first time. We got to cheer for the Mets. Hate cheering for the Mets. I got to. I have no choice. It's all automatic. I mean, yeah. Of course, cheer for, who cheers for the Yankees? No one cheers for the Yankees. And you bet them you do. Fine, but <laughs> even I, even I would. That, that's the only way I cheer for the Yankees. But I, that's a that's a tough tough ask <laughs> to get me to bet the Yankees. I do bet that time <laughs> for time to time. But I was rooting for them against the Astros. I know that. Yeah, the world was. Yeah, that that's easy. The Astros are going to be the most hated team for decades. Like that's just kind of. I don't know. I think people are over it now. It's out of sight, out of mind. The trash can stuff. I think it's I done. disagree with you. No, do you? I disagree. I, 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 yeah. Just watching Astros games when I watch them, it's not. Altuve gets booed consistently. Still, yeah, consistently. Like in and also in the diehard baseball markets in New York. in the division for sure. Well, in New York, in Boston. In Chicago, in Philadelphia, in the diehard baseball markets, right. he gets booed. Now, maybe not in Tampa or maybe not in Dallas, but he gets booed in the diehard baseball markets. Damn, that, Carolina's moving to the favorite tonight in a hockey game. I Just agree with that. Know. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's that's their backs are against the wall. I mean, it's Carolina's up two games to one. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, no, I mean, I, I still think, I, no, I still think they're back to against the wall. If they lose this game, it's two, two. They don't have to win. A, they don't a have to, but if Igor stands on his head, he starts getting, I believe in momentum in these things when it comes to goaltenders. 
If he shuts them down again and it's 2-2 going to Carolina, they can win a one nothing game in Carolina. They could. They so, won't. They could. They could. So, I mean, you win tonight, you go up 3-1, you go home, you win it, and it's done, and you get rid of it. The only thing that the Rangers have is a goaltender. But sometimes it's all you need in the playoffs is a goaltender. Oh, boy. Here come the Ranger fans. What? Chris Kreider and Terry Panarin. Like, they got some players. Come on. Okay, let me quote Jeff Davis. They're the worst five-on-five team he's ever seen this late in the playoffs. <laughs> he don't like the Rangers. Okay. He's a Boston guy. Doesn't matter if he's a Boston guy. He's in charge of Circus Sports' numbers for hockey. They're the worst five-on-five team this late in the playoffs he's ever seen. Man, these people had Florida favored every game. Okay, but I'm just saying, I'll listen to I, – I, if, if Jeff is staring at this every damn day, breaking down the Rangers, they got a goalie. They got a power play and a goalie. That's it. That's what they got. I mean, that's, <laughs> and sometimes it's all you need. One power play goal, goaltender stands on his head, win one nothing. That's it. Happened. It could happen. So I don't think Carolina wants to play around with this tonight. Tampa will just beat up the Rangers. That would be a Man. that would just be a step over. That would be Allen Iverson, Tyron Lue step over. That's we'll just, have to be, we'll have to be betting that. Yeah, that's easy. If that if if, if that how do we get back to the hockey? Sorry, just for the distraction. Go back right. to the baseball. Mets Giants tonight. Yeah, I like this game. This is my favorite game on the docket tonight. Here, the Mets and the Giants is your yeah. favorite game on the docket. Yeah, good game. Good pitching matchup. Asset Web. Yeah, it is. Boy, the Giants can't get out of their own way right they now. They can't, unfortunately. Smacked but I still love I love Diego. Logan Webb, though. I mean, I just love Logan Webb. Yeah. I love, I, I love when he's pitching, and, and I just – this is the game. This is the one baseball game tonight I will watch. I'll watch this game. Um, Really? Yeah, I like this game. I'll, I'll th- This will be in the rotation of things I'm going to be watching with okay. multiple screens and everything else. Yes. The only, I'll be watching basketball. I'll be watching hockey, but I will watch this game. This is the one baseball How's game. How's the basketball game start? Six. Probably six, right? Normally not nine o'clock Eastern. Like, yeah, see, this is there's there's too much going on tonight at six. Usually that's when you can watch. I mean, Milwaukee, San Diego is the game of the day. Uh as far as good teams and things happening. The Mets and, and Giants is a good game, though. It's it's probably the premier game, premier series of the week of the week. Mets Giants, who do you like? You're supposed to bet the streak, you're supposed to bet the Mets. Right. You know, I was I, I thought the I thought the Giants would get the Mets yesterday when uh, the Mets started a Peterson guy and all the all the Mets did was score 13 runs. <laughs> so I don't know yet. I got I got to look. I got to do the baseball work. It's everything's early now. This this doing the show this early. I didn't look at the I didn't look at my stuff that I normally look at. Usually between, you know, you get the kid out the door at eight and between right. eight and showtime. Right. That's there's a lot of you know work that goes into it. You know, I looked at the number last night. I wasn't surprised that the Giants were favored. I was surprised Lost six as, straight though. I was as surprised as five straight as number. You don't get Logan Webb at this price usually at home, right? But five straight losses, right? They're only so, three games over five hundred. They're now six games back of the Dodgers. Giants need this game bad. I'll take the Giants tonight. Yeah, first blush is Giants for me. Yeah. They've been under. They are, 
They're four and one versus the Mets this year. Seven and a half. The Mets are. Mets are four and one against the Giants this year. Yeah. Seven, seven and a half. You bet under? Under. It's the Giants at home. Yeah. Logan Webb at home. Yeah. Logan Webb at home. He's five and one with a 3.54 ERA, one, two whip. Only get up two home runs on the year. Tough guy to hit. Bassett's been very good, though. Four and two, 2.77 ERA. Double L, Lay Lowry just popped in to ask if there's a Slack or Discord channel for the BVB. Can you explain okay. to people what things are happening? Can you tell them? Like, yeah, just like, give me just give me time, please. Okay. Like I've just I, I I I I this was brought up on Twitter by Mikey Awesome today and by Jade Betts. And they're like, they he said they go to the show, they watch the show. Yes. They talk to each other during the show. Yes. And then after the show is over, they go back to Twitter to talk to each other. Yes. And they'd rather go to a place where it's not that big of an open forum where right. it would just be for BVB brigaders. Right. And I said, look, like just, just patience. Yeah. Just patience. let me, we're five months old. Yeah, we're, it's going to happen. We're, we're just, we're infants still. Like yes. we, when we grow up, we'll, you know, we'll have all the toys. We'll have all the, <laughs> we'll have all the fun stuff. Right. We grow up. Yeah, we just gotta grow up a little bit. We're still in diapers at the moment. Okay. Whoa. We just gotta, gotta, gotta get ourselves up a little bit and then we'll be able to, to kind of jump in on that. But yes, I, I I would concur. I think it would be a brilliant idea. It's definitely something we need to talk about. I am interested. I am investigating, but we work for people. Just always remember that. We always have bosses. So I have to I can't do things uni, uni, universally and unilaterally. We have to do right channels. Let's do it the right way, and then we can do it. Uh, one more, one more baseball question. Are you are you a believer in the Kyle Friedland underplay? Apparently so. I mean, it just keeps happening, right? No, I'm not. But I mean, the number is now been adjusted to like what? I mean, SoCal DJ has been all over this trend. All over. He's been every time he pitches under, 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 under. Kyle Freeland games are under games. Yes, they are. That's the way you should bet. It. He's one in four with a 4.85 ERA. So it looks a little funky. You're like, man, really? But yeah, I mean, the games normally in particular at home, but I mean, the games have just consistently gone under when he pitches. Well, and that's the thing. The games at home have that inflated Colorado number, right? They're in Pittsburgh today. The yep. number seven and a half or eight. You got to do some shopping. If you're going to bet it, obviously try to bet it under eight. But, um, I mean, it makes sense it, as far as when the trend is your friend, you bet it and you keep riding it. So I, I got to look eight, into right? it. You're seeing eight at Caesars? Uh, yeah, let's see. Eight at South Point, eight at Caesars, eight at win bet under minus 120, and a flat eight is circa right now. Seven and a half is already at Westgate. First game, first game in this series yesterday was two to one Pirates. Yeah. So Rockies are five and eleven on the road. Pittsburgh's ten and thirteen at home. About that. Contreras is pitching for for Pittsburgh. Three point five ERA, point nine WHIP. That's good. Yep. So under, under, under eight today is what I'd ride it. All right. Pirates. Small favorite again. Look at let me this. Ask, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. You and I have had this talk a lot. 
Yep. Because you believe that 10% of people are betters or sports gamblers. Okay. You still believe that, right? Uh, 10% of what? The United population. States? Population, yeah. Population? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's 10 to 20. I mean, okay. one or two out of every 10 people bet. Okay. I think. Yeah. Survey came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Wagers.com has this. Yep. 35% of people in Ontario are betting sports weekly. Do you believe this? I mean, we got a lot of people from Ontario watching the show. I met April 4th on my birthday is when Ontario went legal. Yeah. That's when that province went legal. 35% people surveyed are betting on sports weekly. Um, I would bet it's more. But just for the record, they've been betting on sports before all this went uh, legal. Right. So then why do you think it's one or two out of 10 that bet in America? There's a lot more people here. Ontario is the biggest province in Canada. Yeah, there's a lot of people that bet there. And there's a lot of people who bet in America. I know, but as a percentage, there's a lot more people that don't here than there are there. Why? They've been they've been much more receptive to it. A lot of the companies are that, based there. Right. I know. But it's, it's I don't know if I agree with that. They've I, been able to market their listen. I was offshore. Right. There was a lot of Canadian people that were betting with us. A lot. This was 25 years ago. Okay. Weren't there a lot of, a lot of Americans betting with you too? There were, but the the ones that were in Canada, they're more. Okay. You, it's the impressions versus engagement argument that we've or discussions that we've had. Okay, they're much more involved with it between the hockey because of because of believe it or not they don't bet football. They bet there's there's more cricket betting, there's more. Hockey betting. There's more soccer betting. They don't bet football nearly as much. Americans have more people that bet football than anywhere in the world. Okay, but Americans are very, that's the one thing they bet. All right, on a Friday afternoon in, in yes. Carousel, you're in Carousel Friday afternoon. Yes. Phone rings 10 times. Yes. How many Canadians are on the line? Um, I don't know. We did we did some ads in Canada. We we, we were very big in. Canada. You did ads in America too. No, only in Boston. It's the only place in America. all of America. You only you only advertise in one market in America. Just well, with in shows and stuff. With shows, the 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 responses back then for the radio stuff that we did was huge in Canada, and they and they just said okay, like there was no like yo, you got to go through this legal, you got to go through that. No, you pay, you did an ad, like. So we were we we got big in Canada. I mean, it was probably one or two out of every ten. Okay, yeah, that's what I expected you to say. Yeah, how many of the of the other eight were from America? Um, probably seven. You know, there was we had some international customers that I mean, you didn't know where the phone was ringing from. Sometimes yeah. it was just like, wait, you're where? Yeah, I don't buy this number three and a half out of ten, but I also don't buy your one out of ten. 
in America. I think more people are betting than you think in America. Legally or e- legally or illegally. Yeah, it's, I mean, you live in a house with three people. Yep. One of you is betting. Yep. It's 33%. I live in a house with seven people. I'm the only one betting. It's one out of seven. I mean, that's, you know. It's still higher than your own percentage. house. It's still higher than your percentage. One out of seven is still higher than one out of ten. I don't want no more people living in this house. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I don't want no saying, more people I living in this house. More, I just believe there's more Whether people they betting. Better not. I don't. You ain't coming in. You there's can't more people here. betting you can weekly. Come visit, but you can't stay. I know. I, th- I, I think that, that there are more people betting than you think in, in America weekly, who are placing bets weekly in America. on football. Just and everything. I think it's two, I think it's over two. So I think it's I've over two out of ten. Books for twenty five years. There's no volume in these games. It's not. It's not. They're not. Betting. Well, there's no volume in Vegas on these games. But there's I think there's no volume. volume period. Uh I don't know. I mean, it's a you, big drop off. Remember, the Rangers and, and the Penguins were the most high, heavily watched Watch. series so far. Not bet. Yeah, but what is still people who are putting money down on it. No, they're not. People are watching the games for the games. Disagree. They're not not watching it because they're betting. I you're sounding you're sounding like the leagues all of a sudden. This is what was like the league argument. You don't think that engagement is up due to betting? The (laughs) ratings aren't up because of betting. They've been betting for fifty years. Disagree with you. I I just I I just you're nuts. Okay, maybe I am, but I I just think personally, I think more people bet in America than you're giving credit for. I think people, I think the I think it's grown faster than you think. They've been betting in America. Yeah, but twenty one year olds are turning twenty one every day. There's new people constantly coming into the market. Constantly, people running out of money every day too. It's a constant churn. It's not a. It's not a more and more. It's more people leave, lose money. More people come in. Now the access has improved, right? Because it's right there on your phone with the legal, and there's ads every 15 minutes for it. So it's definitely in your face. But people have been betting on sports for a hundred years. That, that that's not the argument. The argument is how many people in America are betting consistently every week. And in Ontario, who just went legal, thirty five percent, three point five out of every ten people are betting weekly. And according I think that, that survey, according to that survey, okay. But uh, and I think in America, you say it's one percent. I think it's over two percent. I think it's over. I think it, it's I over two point five. Ten to twenty percent. Yeah. So I I, I think it's 20% over twenty percent of people bet here. I think it's twenty five. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think it's I mean, higher. Um, it jumps up in March because everybody fills out a bracket. The 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 uh, survey counts the bracket. You, did you do a bracket? That's gambling. Okay, put it in there. Check the box. Now it's seventy five percent of people betting. So then they can go get advertising money. Think about what you're saying. Come on, let's go. I, I don't know. Look, come on. I don't think I'm not going down the Machiavellian route route of like, let's do a survey, bump it up. So we get more advertising dollars out of the book to go into Ontario. I don't think that's, that's what's happening here. I think it was legit, a legitimate survey as to how much are you gambling oh, you now? Surveys, my goodness. It's okay. just what it is. I mean, I, I just think in, in, in terms of betters, people who are betting, I just think it's more widespread. More people are doing it than you think. I know your experiences are one thing. I just think there's a lot of younger people out there that are betting a lot, consistently betting a lot. They my are. brother, my brothers bet every day, 29 and 26 on multiple books, Single? onshore and offshore. 
They single? Yeah, and all of their friends do it. They all they all bet. He in my my brother's in Oakland and my brother's in Maine. And they yeah. bet like crazy. All all the some of their tickets That's every day, some of their tickets, what they're doing. They're always betting parlays. They're all betting props. Prop betting is like their favorite thing in the world to do. Oh, it's the best. I mean, that's, in love with it. That's helping. There's no doubt. Huge. The prop, the prop betting is helping because now you don't have to watch a whole game. Right. Now you can just watch a specific player. You don't have to be vested at all. You don't even have to watch the game. And the books really bet. can't do much because the pros are the ones who are going to come in and bet the under. So like last night, Jason Tatum his props on everything last night. That was my, like the most predictable thing in the world. Like Tatum sucked in game three. Boston was going to blow out Miami in game four. And if they didn't, Tatum was still going to go nuclear. Right. He did rebounds, assists, points, everything yep. over, 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 over every yep. Boston person that watched the team bet over on Jason Tatum props. It was just like a, the squarest play of the night and it, everything cashed. Right. And they love it. I mean, that's just because if you watch the games and watch your team, you know what's going to happen. It's not like it's a hard, like, you know, data-driven, analytical type of model you've built to go, Jason Tatum's going to have a big game in game four. Right. <laughs> and you just bet it. And you and just bladder it and bet it. And now all of a sudden you're opening up a, you know, 100 service. Oh, please don't <laughs> tell people to do that. Please. <laughs> Don't start with the services. Oh my god! Now you can go ahead and crush it. So you know. All right. What's schedule our schedule today? Today, the New York Giants. It is the last of the NFC East. This today. won't take long. This won't take long. No. How many wins is this? What's the season wins right now? I haven't looked. I'll pull this up right now. I believe it's, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say it's seven and a half. You think it's that high? <laughs> I didn't look either, but I know it ain't that high. You think it's low? What do you think? Six? I'm, I mean, seven, right? The New York Giants is seven and a half. With juice under? Minus 160 to the under. So, I mean, stop. What are they doing? <laughs> well, I don't even want to talk about it. They should, they should all be fired. <laughs> Somebody just needs to mo- go. Where is that book right now? It's Vandal. I wish I could call somebody right. <laughs> Fandle is under minus one sixty, under seven and a half. That's that's absurd. <laughs> that's minus what one sixty five. One sixty. One sixty. Plus one thirty five on the over. Oh, they're begging you to bet that over. Yep. So here's the schedule. All right, they start at Tennessee. Loss. Home for Carolina. Win. Yep. One and one. Home for Dallas, Monday night football. Loss. Probably. Home for Chicago. Win. Hold on. Wait a minute. That can't be right. What are you the, doing? Are you doing the, are you doing the exhibition schedule again? Nope. Giants play five of their first six games at home. Yeah, this is going to be bad season. Nope, that's why. Because Green Bay is Green Bay's got to be somewhere. Green Bay is overseas. London. Green, I think it's Germany. Is an NFL regular season game in Germany this year? Yeah, I think. I thought you just told me last week on this show that the game was in London, and I asked you who gave up the home game. Remember, the game's in London, but we haven't. It is London, okay? But someone's playing. But someone's playing in 
Farrow, um, sometimes I swear he don't listen to the show while he's doing the show. What are you talking about? We, we haven't I mean, done the, as we far as I know. They, done, you, they've only done London and they've played in Mexico. I, I've never yeah, seen but NFL he game just anyways. put an NFL game in Germany. Parole just put an NFL game in Germany. <laughs> that, that'll go over about as well as when the NBA tried to go to China. <laughs> hey, okay, dickheads, listen. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the Seahawks are playing the Buccaneers on November 13th in Munich, Germany. Oh, wow. This season? I mean, season. I love it. I think it's great. I hope they do. Who gave up the home game? You two dinks. Don't tell me I'm making things up. My goodness, Grace. I told you they're playing. In, they're playing in Mexico City. <laughs> Vikings and the Vikings and the Saints are playing in London. Yeah. You got the Giants and the Packers who are playing in London. Broncos, Jaguars in, in Wembley. Seahawks, Buccaneers in Munich, Germany. And Niners, Cardinals in Mexico City. There's two games in Germany? One game in Germany. Two games outside of London. Oh. Five international games. Three of them are in London. Who gave up the home game? Seattle had a home game against Tampa and gave it up? You don't really have a choice in the matter. It's not like giving it up. They're told. What are you talking about? They gotta you gotta give it up. Uh you get paid. I don't think you get it's it's like a it's a transaction. It's sort of like you know, there are yeah, rules. You don't get the same it's, you it's like hard knocks. There's rules in which which teams can say no, which teams can say yes. It's the same thing going overseas. There's rules oh. as to what you can say yes and no to. Wow. Payment and what they give you, the incentivization on it. Yeah, so that's wild. So Giants are at Tennessee, home for Carolina, home for Dallas, home for Chicago. They go to Germany on October on October October 9th to go to Green Bay and then Baltimore at home. That's a wild start to their schedule. Say say that again. At Tennessee, okay. 3 games at home, Carolina, Dallas, Chicago. Okay. Germany to go play Green Bay, come back to play Baltimore at home. No. Not Germany to play Green Bay. They go to London, no? Sorry. Yes, London. Excuse me. You're right. Sorry. London. Yeah. Play, play London, Green Bay, and then Baltimore at home. That's loss, loss. Wow. They could be Chicago. Yeah. That, so I said Chicago's a win. And then loss, loss to Green Bay and Baltimore. So I think they open up two and two. They lose to Green Bay overseas. Right. Two and three. Home Back home against Baltimore. They'll lose, lose. that. They open up two and four. Yeah. At Jacksonville. Win. At Seattle. No, lose, 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 lose the Jacksonville. Whoa. Yeah, lose. Lose. Don't know. My I have a question mark on that. At Seattle can be a win. Okay. By week in week nine. Okay. Come out of the bye and play Houston at home. Uh, is that their three and five right now? I have them. Yes. Okay. Houston, Houston at home? Yep. Four and five. Detroit at home. Loss. You like the Lions. Four, you betting over on the Lions wins? I like the Lions. I Interesting. Do. Wow. All right. That's going to be fun to watch this football season. Yep. At Dallas, loss. Loss. See, I have two wins there. Houston and Detroit. I think they beat them both. Okay. So I have five wins right now. You have them at four. At Dallas, loss. Yeah. Back to back to back games against the division. Washington at home. Philly at home, Washington on the road. Win one of those. I don't know which one, but win one, lose two. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Um, boy, so that's six. 
You have them at five wins. I have them at six wins. Yep. Total seven and a half, guys. Yep. At Minnesota. Nope. On lost. Christmas, on Christmas Eve. Oh boy, that's bad. On Christmas Eve. That's not a fun game to play on the road. Home for Indianapolis. Weather may get that outside dome team there. Uh because I go to, I give them a win. I'll game. say win. That's seven. I have seven. You have six. Right. So I'll you're already in the under because at Philadelphia is the last game of the year. Loss. I've got seven. Can they win that game to go eight and nine? Probably a loss unless the Eagles have it wrapped up and it doesn't matter. So now we got to shop for a seven. You can't lay 165 on No. That. Find that's a seven. Back. Yeah. Seven's, a, I mean, seven's a decent number. Man. Interesting. Mr. Capital M, Capital C, Stevie Max, that's four division games in a row. Who played the hell's four division games in a row? Yeah, Dallas, Washington, Philly, Washington. Yep, four in a row. Mm -hmm. And really, it's... I don't ever remember that happening in anybody. I mean, I, I guess it's, it's happened. It's five of their last seven games are the against the division. That's a backloaded schedule. That's a weird scheduling quirk right there. It's got to be because of the London game. It screws right. everything up. Right. It's a 6.30 Pacific time kick on NFL Network for Green Bay versus the Giants. You sent the Giants to London? <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, we sent Jacksonville over there. So, I mean, I know. I, so, I mean, at least, I don't know. I, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of a the good teams for the product. I mean, they must not really care. I don't know. My gosh. New York Giants. Glad we're done with that division. So I got Washington under, Giants under, Dallas. I think that somehow we came to the over with that ridiculous number, 11 and a half. And then uh, the Eagles, I think we were wavering. Right. Yeah. See, everyone wake, everybody wakes up because it's 730 now here. Yeah. And my phone goes crazy. Email goes crazy. Oh, really? I've got three emails from one person trying to trying to get my number saying, I need your number, need your number, need your <laughs> like oh on the show. Because normally we're not on the show. So at 7 30, if they need to talk to me, respond back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm responding. So they're getting frustrated. Like, why aren't you responding? So I'm sorry. I had to respond to them because it's 7 30 in the morning. Right. Your Pacific time at the moment on this. Right. Okay. All right. Let's get to a couple things quickly here before because we have to all run over to uh, to this fun thing that we're doing today. All right. Summit. Uh, to the summit that we're calling for here. Okay. Um, let's get to, uh, we'll skip over the, well, do I have the prop of the, I don't think we have the prop of the day. We didn't have it yet. We beat, we beat the prop of the day to the show. We didn't get it yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, we don't, have, we, we don't have the prop of the day. Did we win um, yesterday with that one? No, we finally lost. We lost back to back. The last two days, we've lost the yeah. prop of the day. So we hit five in a row and now we've missed the last two. We can skip over the prop story of the day. Let's just get right to better to book it here as we okay. get to the big finish here. For you guys who are on sports grid, you only haven't seen this very much. This is what we do better or book it. I make a bet. I say to Dave, do you like it or not? If he likes it, he says bet it. Doesn't, he says book it. So that's how better to book it or better to book it works. Being brought to you by Fliff. Go to getfliff.com. If it's legal in your state, just for signing up for an account, no deposit needed, they'll give you 25 bucks. It's not bad. <laughs> Do what you want with it. I saw SoCal DJ making some plays on Fliff yesterday. So 
pretty cool to see on that. It's a free roll, 25 bucks from GetFliff, getfliff.com to go download it. Okay. Dallas versus the Mavericks. Sorry, versus the Warriors. Whoa. 215 and a half. You know what I'm doing. It's totals Tuesday. Under. Under. Bet it. Probably the last time I get to do this. Probably. 35, 14, and two. That's pretty under. good. 35, 14. That's pretty good. To the under. Now you tell me, I don't care. You can get people to bet. You want to increase that percentage of people yeah. that bet? Tell them you're going to bet this every day. It's going to be 35, 14, <laughs> and two. But I don't watch soccer. So what? Right. I don't watch that. It's 35, 14, and two, people. It don't matter what it is. You just bet it. Yep. So, yes, under Dallas. I mean, it's the last time. They ain't yep. coming back. Enjoy it, Dallas, because if they win tonight, they, they're done in game five. So, thank you for your service on this under all season. We appreciate you. Done. Under five and a half, Rangers, Carolina. I laid minus 135 juice. And oh man, ain't afraid of no juice. I like it. I, I don't like laying it, but no. well, nobody does. I don't have a choice. Yeah. Betting it or booking it. I don't care what the juice is. You can't get me to bet over. <laughs> Not I, serious. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get me to bet over. Give me that plus 125 now. Oh, no, not for me. Thank you very much. I'd bet under five. I'd be all right with that because if it pushes, um, okay. Right. You know, rather than lay the juice, but let me try to find a 30 or 35. Yeah, if you can't, no one's going to, no one's going to, unless someone dips their toe to five, you're not seeing the juice coming down and somebody might go to five before right. game time. And then finally, over six and a half, Oilers Flames. What's the juice? Minus 110. Good number. All right. I mean, it's an early wake up call for everybody, but we're going to go, we're going to bet this too, three for three. So, wow. Yeah. Um, we got under a, was it last game was under, right? Because Correct. Calgary did 4 1, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get back on the over train here. Over. Very cool. Favorite thing about today is what? Waking up and seeing the sunrise. I mean, absolutely. I just I posted the picture on Twitter. Put you in a frame of mind. You don't get to do it every day because, you know, you're tired or you got things you got to do. You got to sleep in. But I was up early, you know, got outside, walk around the block, say goodbye to Papap as he's leaving for work at 430. He's like, what the hell are you doing up? I said, I'm doing a show. He's like, what time? I said, the show starts at six, but I'm up just getting ready. So I'm up listening to music and getting in the right frame of mind, getting ready to look at numbers, and I'm watching the sunrise. Absolutely put me in a tremendous frame of mind. Snap the picture. I highly recommend doing it. And it's, it's I mean, it's 735, and we got a whole day ahead of us. That's the best thing about today. I would agree with that. And so I, I think – there is something very unique about waking up early in the morning and getting something done early, like a workout early, 
you know, I, I got up this morning, I did a quick 15 minute workout, got the blood going because I knew we'd be on the show. And I'm like, I can't be sleepy. I got to get going. So I did a little quick, you know, little hit workout in the morning. And it does, it changes your whole entire, you know, methodology and, and mental state. And I get the idea of like getting up early. I do. I, I think it's, I don't want to do it always, but, <laughs> but, 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 but I do think that, you know, it gives you a longer, I mean, think, think about how much time we all waste between 7 p.m. and midnight. Like, how much stuff are you actually doing? Like, we're watching sports, we're talking on the phone, we're on the internet, we're on Twitter. Like, are we really being productive? Are we do, are using that time to the best of our ability? Or could we go to bed at 10 and get up at 4 a.m.? Get, get up at 4, get six hours, you need six hours of sleep, sleep for six hours, get up and have a phenomenally productive morning and day and get everything you need to get done. Because I know people here who do that, who get up because East Coast time, they need to be awake for eight o'clock in the morning. They'd be yep. at the office at 5 a.m. Yep. and working on the computer at 5 a.m. because yep. East Coast, the markets open on the East Coast at 8 a.m. And so if you're in that financial world, you need to be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And so you're getting up at four to be working at five. Yep. And you stop your day at you know one or two o'clock in the afternoon here on the West Coast. You stop because the, the market's closed. But that's there's something really cool about that. I, I, I would, I definitely agree with that, that there is something very, very neat about that. Okay. Tomorrow guys, we're back on our normal for the live show, normal time. Okay. This was a one-off one-time thing. Hopefully you guys enjoyed an earlier version for sports grid. There is no difference here. We're going to be on at 11 o'clock Pacific time tonight on our replay on sports grid TV. So there is no difference. Normally we stay on. We're not staying on right now. We're signing off. We got to go to what we're yeah, calling the go. summit summit. But we will be we'll be back on live podcast to come. Might post kind of normally. Normally post somewhere around three o'clock, four o'clock, somewhere in that range, Eastern, Eastern. time. Eastern time. <laughs> One or two. It's probably going to post at the same time because we got to go through this whole entire thing. We got to go to this summit. He is Dave. I am Matt. We'll talk to you tomorrow at a one o'clock p.m. Eastern time start for the live edition of the Bostonian versus the book. <laughs>